Since 2012, American Field has been the go-to resource for brands big and small to connect with consumers across the country. In 2020, we took to the airwaves, connecting you to makers and doers from wherever you're listening. I'm Lucas Fitz from Small Hand, inviting you to join me in learning the stories behind my favorite brands in the AF network, from the mouths of bright entrepreneurs from coast to coast. Welcome to AF Fireside. Hey there, welcome back to AF Fireside. Got an exciting one for you today. I'm here with a guest who brought an incredible energy to our fall pop-up season this year. James McLaughlin is in charge at 33 by Hand, one of my favorite brands out of one of my favorite states, uh, the great state of Maine. James, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, good to see you, man. How's, how's things been? Good. Yeah, I've been taking a nice little uh, recharge here after uh, all the madness of holiday and New Year. So it's been good, but getting back to it. Yeah, it's, this is like that the first couple of weeks of January are, are you got to take that time to kind of ease back in a little bit. Yeah, it's nice. For sure. Cool, man. So for folks that uh, maybe didn't see you at the pop ups that we had this past year or haven't heard of the brand before, why, why don't you give us a real high level overview of uh, 33 by hand? So I make mostly leather goods. Um, I also do some canvas, um, kind of coated canvas. Um, but um, the main focus is durability combined with kind of a contemporary style. So growing up in Maine, um, you know, I grew up with L.L. Bean and just outdoor life, uh, but then spent a lot of time in the city. Um, so really influenced by street style and um, growing up as a DJ, um, so hip hop, all kinds of urban style combined with the outdoor style. So that's kind of where the brand lives, really. That's a very unique space for a leather goods brand. When I think of a leather goods brand, you know, it's <laughs> like a heritage denim dude. There's a very specific uh, look and feel of a leather goods brand. And it was really cool to kind of see that hip hop influence, like you said, just the street lifestyle. Uh, kind of incorporated into the brand was a really fresh spin on something that is very, very familiar to somebody that has a uh, consumes like me and has an interest in the kind of clothes that I have an interest in. So it's very cool to see you shake things up in that way. Um, yeah, thanks. Where where did where did the brand get its start? Um, well, um, as I said, I, I DJed for a long time. I also uh, I actually went to school for audio production, so I was. Oh, cool. um, a recording engineer for a long time, um, spent some time in Vancouver and then a long time in LA working in recording studios and post-production and all kinds of things like wow. that. Um, mostly recording studios and music. Um, and then um, ended up in a job downtown in LA in the fashion district and just had always been, I mean, style and sneakers and, you know, everything like that has always been a big part of my life. So then being in kind of immersed in this world, I got a little taste of it. And that's where I kind of first got hooked. Mm -hmm. um, and then I was um, actually kind of helping out on a leather brand with a friend back here in Maine. And I was starting to look at moving back to Maine, ended up moving back and kind of really learning how to start making leather goods. And that was in about 20, end of 2014. Okay. Um, so that was my first intro into like making my own leather goods um, so that was the kind of start um, we parted ways in probably the end of end of 2015 so about a year okay. um, and at that point I was working a few different jobs um, working for a company called Black Point Mercantile 
um, which was kind of an offshoot um, roundabout from a guy named Alex Carlton, who had a brand called Rogues Gallery, and he's now the creative director at, at Filson. That's where I know um, that name from. I was say that so I was familiar. working, yeah, for sure. I was working for um, indirectly a guy named Jeremy, um, who is now at Filson as well, who was at Rogues with Alex cool. and a couple that was running this company called black point mercantile so i was doing we were doing large canvas um floor coverings as well as some bags and stuff um so yeah so i was kind of bouncing around doing some different creative things and trying to figure out what my brand was going to be i was still Mm -hmm. kind of making stuff on my own but i didn't have the brand kind of identity yet sure was that uh was that a challenge for you um yeah you know it was I just um I'm such a kind of brand uh, you know I've I've like just been obsessed with with fashion brands and logos Mm -hmm. and style and kind of how how brands present themselves ever since I was a kid you know with uh totally you know the first Jordans and the wings logo and all that stuff you know and like having something so iconic so I I, you know, I had a few ideas, but nothing really, really felt right. Um, and then playing around with logos, I kind of came up with the the first iteration of the logo that I still have currently, which is the brand is 33 by hand. So the, the logo is, it's um, three X's and three ones. So it's, it's 33 in Roman numerals. So I, I kind of cool. came up with the first iteration of that. And it just, the look immediately, I was like, this is it. Yeah. Um, and so then it, it got refined over time. But once I hit that, I was like, this is it. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of relate to that intense internal pressure of, you know, I, <laughs> I know, you know, you notice brands, you notice the branding that's important to you when it's time for you to do it. You man, if you don't do it right, <laughs> like then what, what's I the know. point? You got to do it. Yeah. You got to get it right. Um, so as what, what do would you say that once that piece clicked the rest all made sense or what was the process to get to the point where because i know you just recently in the last couple of years jumped to making this the your full-time focus right yeah it's been just a little over a year okay. um so september cool. um 2020 was when i went okay. full-time cool um so yeah once that once i had the logo it all kind of started coming together um i just did a, I hired a really super talented graphic designer named Libby Connolly, who's here in Portland, who cool. has been a friend of mine and kind of on my radar for a long time um, to do kind of help me with taking the brand to the, the next level, the branding to the next mm-hmm. level. And that was in um, April of 2020. Um, and uh, so that really has taken it now to the level where I really want it to be. But once once that logo, just the the overall shape of that logo um, kind of came into being. I was like, this is, it was just, I'm looking for, you know, I was looking for something which I feel I've achieved to be, you know, it can stand alone as a logo, mm-hmm. just as the logo mark, you know what I mean? Sure. With the logo type, it it's great too. And Libby is kind of, that's what she developed was really the type, the logo type. Okay. Um, but I, you know, you know, growing up on, as I said, Nike, Jordan, 
you know, the swoosh is, it's so iconic just by itself. You see it, you yeah. know what it is. You know what for I mean? Sure. And it's like, that's even the apple, you know I mean? For lack of a, of a better um, example, yeah. like I was, I want, wanted, and now I think have a logo that you can see and identify and is unique and cool and says a lot in just the shape. Very, very cool. What is, uh, what's kind of the entrepreneurial scene look like in Portland? I mean, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty robust here. There's a lot of people doing a lot of stuff. Um, you know, it, it, it is Maine, so it's mm-hmm. not, um, super culturally diverse, which is, sure. um, I mean, I grew up in central Maine, but I basically left at 17 and went to Boston, went to Colorado, went to Vancouver, and then spent a long time in LA. So I do sometimes miss the diversity of culture. Um, but as far as like, just you know people here it's a really good vibe everybody's kind of everybody's doing their own thing everybody's really excited to kind of collaborate and get together and I mean the beer scene is crazy here um that's a big one um I mean you know we have kind of legacy brands like L.L. Bean and like Sebago and Mm -hmm. you know these really well-known national brands um so there's that kind of history, which I grew up with. Um, and then, you know, there's just so many new exciting brands. I mean, there's like Flowfold, which has gotten really big now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just so many really cool people doing a lot of really cool things. So, yeah, it's it's exciting. It's really it's really yeah. kind of overflowing. Yeah, it's it's such an awesome place. And, and as someone that's got, you know, goes to visit three times a year, I, I was spent a ton of my summer up there last year. Um yeah, I always wonder, you know, what 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 is it like to live here full, you know, full time year round? Yeah, uh, everybody. It seems like everyone there is so transient in like a different way than say Denver is. Um, yeah, it just seems <laughs> like it's well, if you're there in the summer, it really truly is vacation land. But it's just a great, just a great, great place to be. Where where exactly in uh, Central Maine did you grow up? I grew up in Skowhegan. Oh, so okay. it's about that, an hour and a half north. That's what I thought you were going. That's what I thought you were going to say. I was my guess. Yeah. That's oh up yeah, there. really? Wow. That's that's yeah, very far up there. I know a couple of people up there. I mean, it is in some ways, but I mean, you can still go another uh, another like four hours to the yeah. top of Maine. Yeah. So, Skowhegan, I mean, the Skowhegan exit is uh, is my mark of almost to Acadia. It's like okay, it's, it's not that far from where I am. It's it, you're more than halfway. You're getting there. Right. Yes, for sure. It's funny to me because I always. I think about Acadia as like the other direction, but yeah, you, you do have to go kind of up and then down to the, yeah. you know, the down yeah. east there. <laughs> last time I, last time I went up, I missed an exit and went up to the Canadian border. Yeah. Oh, not, all the way. <laughs> was not great. I was like probably 10 minutes from the border before I realized I, this is not where I need to be going. <laughs> That's a good clip pass where you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. Okay. Out of the next hour or two. Uh, so, so what, uh, what do you think defines a, a main a main brand, and how does that kind of blend into Thirty Three by Hand? It's just such a unique part of the country that I like to bring as much attention to on the podcast as I can. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, part of that. So, so my brand is kind of it's kind of um, kind of half main vibes, half kind of uh, more urban vibe. You know what I totally. mean? So, yeah. I think a lot of what defines it is the kind of just rugged durability, you know what I mean? Um, very practical, um, 
you know, I started using the coded canvas, which is what we were using for the floor cloths with Black Point Mercantile um, and from Rogue's Gallery um, as a material for bags. So it's like, it's this heavy canvas coated with um, like premium exterior latex. So it's waterproof, it's just super durable, and it, it just goes back to that kind of practicality and like, you know, this is a tote that you can carry every day in every weather for your lifetime. And, yeah. you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to wear in, it's going to get cooler as it ages, but it's going to stick with you, you know what I mean? So that, totally. that is a big defining part of a main brand to me, just that kind of really ready for anything totally you know Built to last. all weather yeah yeah very true Ice, yeah no <laughs> yeah we we know for sure and then and also yeah. and also you can grab it and you know go to the beach in the summer or like sure. hit the lake or have it in your canoe on a long canoe trip or totally you know something like that so all all that of the above of, ready for anything yeah right how much and then um, what i've then what i've brought to it is that kind of you know i live in portland which is kind of the only city here yeah yeah. Um, which is kind of a bubble in Maine in some ways. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I want I want that same bag that can do all those things to then, you know, look good on the street here in Portland or look sure. good at, you know, a nice restaurant or bar out at night. Absolutely. Do you you make most of the products yourself? I currently make everything myself. Everything, yeah. everything, everything. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever see <laughs> there being a time where uh, you're you're not the only maker or? Or that that strategy yeah, has to so change. That is actually that's my focus for 2022. Okay. Um, uh, so you know, in as I said, I've been doing it full time for only about a year. But um, this just this one year from where I was at the beginning of starting full time to where I am now has come so far, almost even farther than I kind of could have imagined at the beginning of that year. Um, I now have the branding in place. I have a new studio. Um, I've finally done like some shows in New York. I'd done Boston. I'd done Portland. But like getting to New York was a big step. Um, I have a couple little wholesale accounts. So I have this good foundation in place. Again, the branding being in place is a big one. Um, sure. Developing that story, of course, has been huge. So really the goal this year is to figure out manufacturing and scaling because... Mm -hmm. I've now spent so much time on refining my designs, um, you know, getting my product line kind of set, you know, with a couple that I can kind of, there'll be a couple that I'll probably cut from the line and probably a couple of things sure. that I'll add, you know, over time, of course. But um, mm -hmm. this year, the main goal is, okay, stepping back from spending so much time designing new things and saying, okay, here's, here's the line. They're now tried and true people have bought them used them liked them been excited about them and now it's time to kind of figure out manufacturing so i don't have to sure. make every single one yeah. do every single stitch because it i need to be freed up to go sell the stuff you know yeah <laughs> totally yeah i mean a lot, a lot of other things can be getting done in that time too and it sounds like yeah if you put the time into building the prototype and, and the sample then yeah that's 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 the next yeah. move anything else in 2022 that we should look forward to um that's the big one 
you know, um, really developing. I, I now moved into a new studio um, right downtown uh, above the State Theater, which is a great location. Oh, cool. um, it's, awesome. it's not kind of street level, but um, it's just in a great central location. It's kind of a building full of other artists and, um, you know, a lot of different cool things going on there. So uh, um, another thing that the other kind of side by side goal for this year is developing that into a studio as well as a showroom so that cool you know i can instead of i was working out of this basement um little workshop for about three years while i was doing it on the side sure. while working full-time at this other outdoor gear company here um and it was you know i i could have people come there but it it's a kind of dirty basement you know sure. what i mean it's a different experience. <laughs> you know people would people would still be like oh wow this is cool and i'm like yeah, you know, it's all right. Yeah, but it works. So now yeah. being able to have that kind of place that I'm really proud to come show off my stuff. Um, cool. So, you know, developing that location as a place for people to come here in Portland and see the product, um, as well as figuring out that manufacturing and scaling and mm -hmm. um, finding partnerships. Very so Those cool. are the two main goals this year. Say showroom sounds, sounds sick. And that, that really is like a great location easy i mean portland is a great walkable downtown anyway it is that's a that's a good spot i uh yeah it's so central i mean also the post office right across the street we got a great little um awesome little kind of local bar pub owned by a friend of mine downstairs uh oh, cool. congo bar and grill so yeah it's a great spot and of course all the shows at state theater yeah so dope i mean, it doesn't get better than that Cool. Well, where can people learn more about the brand, stay in touch and see about all the good things that are coming down the line? So the website is 33byhand.com. Um, most of the products are there. Actually, actually, so the other thing that is another goal of 2022 is, is revamping the website and figuring oh, out yeah. um, kind of the platform and um, making sure all the products that people have seen at all the shows are there for people to see and buy. So, cool. so yeah, 33 by hand.com. I'm also at 33 by hand on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I don't do a whole lot on Twitter, but it kind of all just, I repost yeah. from Instagram, but Instagram's where to find me cool. um, as well as the website. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool, man. Well, next time I'm up in Portland, I want to see the showroom and I also on my list i want to go back to empire once they open back up for oh uh, yeah that's like yeah the, the best that's my good friend's family's restaurant it's a great spot it's the best it's just the best place ever big big bummer that it's only uh only takeout right now but i but i get it i know they'll be back they'll be back good, good. they got plans. awesome <laughs> i love it james it's great to see you again uh thanks keep Lucas. In touch and and good luck with everything coming up in the new year absolutely see you soon okay. up here yeah, sounds good, man. Take care. Bye -bye. All right, thanks. See ya. I'm Lucas Fitz, and this is AF Fireside. To learn more about all the brands featured on the podcast, check out fireside.shopaf.co, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your streaming platform of choice. Thanks for listening.